Hello, welcome to Raw Stories, the fortnightly podcast where I share new writing, whether it's ready or not. My name is Caroline Hardman, and this week's story is Stars. We are in the back streets of Paris, where the streets twist and turn and are covered in cobblestones. From the pavement cafes comes a steady hum of voices and the tinkle of glasses and cutlery. It is early evening, late in spring, when the air is warm and almost anything seems possible. This is Paris at its best, and the city knows it. Soon there will be stars. As shadows lengthen and silver twilight gives way to the deep indigo of night, they will start to reveal themselves. They have always been there, of course, but it is only now that they let themselves be seen. Each star is there for a reason. Scientists will tell you that those reasons involve atoms and gases and chemistry, but you and I know the truth. Every one of those stars is a love story. Some of those stories are only just beginning. Others ended long ago, but their stars are still here. They watch from above as hearts get broken, mistakes are made, and opportunities are lost. They cluster together, worrying and whispering to each other like anxious mothers outside the school gates. They want to intervene, but know that they must not. Sometimes, of course, they find it too hard to resist. Scientists will tell you that shooting stars are not stars at all, but comets or meteors, flying lumps of rock. But you and I, we both know the truth. There must be hundreds of these stars out tonight, but for now we are concerned with just one of them, and with the couple it belongs to. There they are, at the table in the corner. She is the girl with the green dress and a frown. He is the boy opposite, whose dark eyes are watching only her. Their story started on a train. She is not frowning at him, although she often does when she thinks he will not see, but at the waiter. The frown she wears is one of concentration. The waiter is listing tonight's specials, and while she does speak some French, it doesn't come very easily. So she is trying to understand what is being said, and remember what has already been said, and decide whether she'd like to eat any of it all at once. He, on the other hand, is not listening to the waiter at all, and she knows she will end up ordering for both of them. She is here for a conference. It will last all week, and she'll spend her days listening to lectures, evaluating data, discussing theories, networking. It's not something she enjoys, the networking, but she knows it's important. The kind of people who fund her research are the kind of people who come to conferences like this one. He is here because she is here. He can write his songs anywhere, he told her when she first talked to him about the trip. What he can't do anywhere, she thinks, is look for a job. But she doesn't tell him that. It's only for a week, she said. Exactly, he said. And she sighed, because that was not quite what she meant. She orders their food, and then chooses the wine. Just half a bottle, she tells him because she has a breakfast seminar in the morning. 
When she asks him what his plans are for the next day, he shrugs and says he hasn't made any. Not yet. Perhaps he'll go to a museum. You know the museums here cost money, she says to him, and instantly wishes she hadn't. Or perhaps one of the parks, if the weather is nice, he says quietly. And then the waiter arrives with their food, and the conversation is forgotten, which is a relief to them both. After they have eaten, they leave the restaurant and walk back through the cobbled streets and along the river to their hotel. He stops for a moment while they are by the river. Look at the stars, he says. She wants to keep walking. She's too tired for stars, she tells him. She has an early start in the morning. Of course, he says. Your seminar. She nods. Another night, perhaps. They keep walking in silence. She reminds herself that she didn't ask him to come here, that she shouldn't feel guilty. He wonders quietly to himself how anyone can be too tired for stars. And neither of them notice as one of those stars shoots silently across the sky above them. So that was Stars, a short little story this week. It's one I wrote for a writing class earlier last year and the comment which came back from the class teacher was an assumption that it wasn't finished yet, which I found quite interesting. I thought I had finished it and ever since then I've been slightly on the fence. I can see what she means. And part of me wants to continue on with the story of these two. But part of me also likes the fact that it's left up in the air. I think I know in my head what happens to them. And it's not a happy ending. So in some ways I'd rather leave it for a reader to fill in for themselves. And perhaps they'll fill in something happier than the one I have. Or perhaps I'll add more of an ending on one day. Who knows? This has been a bit of a delayed episode. Apologies for that. I had every intention of getting something up just before Christmas and then life got in the way a bit. And then over Christmas itself, I was busy with Crisis where I volunteer every year. But it is nice to be back and podcasts should now be back on schedule with the next one happening in a fortnight's time. That is it, I think, for this week. Uh, As always, if you want to get in touch, please do. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always curious about who might be listening to these stories. Uh, You can do that by email on rawstoriespodcast at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter at rawstoriespod. As always, thanks again for listening. Uh, Have a good fortnight and I will see you in two weeks for another Raw Story.